is Ashley. This is Karen. And this is The Musicals. Hi, Karen. How's it going? Okay, how are you? Pretty well. I am refraining from kicking the table. I thought I should let my lis- uh, the listeners know because Great. last time I kept kicking it. Your listeners? Are they all your friends? Uh, yes. <laughs> In my imaginary world. I love it. I love it. Well, we're back just for a quick episode this week because we haven't seen anything since Cats. Uh, nope. We have a bunch of stuff coming up. But I did want to touch base with you, Karen. Yes. Because I went to Walt Disney World over Christmas break. Nope. It was December. It was before Christmas break. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, yes. I went to Disney World, and um, I don't know if you know this, but everything is magical at Disney. I've never been. You should go. I know, but I feel like the window has closed. No. It's magical. Like, it really is. My sister went for the first time. Okay. And she's, you know, an adult with children. Yes. And she loved it. I mean, we all did. We had a great time. But I saw two musicals while I was at Disney. Like full shows? I mean, you know, half hour, 45 minute shows. Okay. So like um, what we saw with Frozen Light. What was it called? Frozen Junior. Frozen Junior. Yes, yeah. sort of. Okay. Except for, see, I want to talk to you about these because okay, they ran the gamut. Okay. Bring it on. So um, when we went to Animal Kingdom, there's like less rides there. And so we're like, we're only going to do a half day at Animal Kingdom. But one thing that I really, really wanted to see was Lion King while we were at Animal Kingdom. True. And it didn't work out. Like, just our food, we finished eating at 12.10, and the show started at 12 o'clock, and then the next show wasn't until, like, 1.30. How does this work? Because I've never been to Disney yeah. World. So I know with rides, you have to stand in line, or you can get a fast pass, and then you cut the line. They're called Genie Plus now, but yes, Lightning Lanes. Is that how it works for the shows? Like, you have to get tickets in advance? No. Okay. No. So you can technically get a lightning lane for the show, but it just puts you in a different seating bracket. Okay. But no. So like, I think the Lion King was like every hour and a half or something, and maybe it's a 30 minute to a 40 minute show. Uh huh. And so like some of these theaters are, the one for Fantasmic was like 10,000 people. Whoa. So like they're huge. The one, the ones for these musicals are not that big, but they are sizable. What is Fantasmic? Okay. There are four parks at Disney. There's Magic Kingdom, yes. Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and um, Hollywood Studios. Okay. So each one of those, except for Animal Kingdom right now, has like a nighttime show. So at Magic Kingdom, we saw like a big fireworks show with music okay. and stuff like that. Um, the one at Epcot is called Harmonious, and they like project pictures onto like sprays of water. Oh. And there's music. It's very cool. There's also fireworks. The Fantasmic is the one that is at Hollywood Studios. And that one is, you remember like Mickey from... Fantasia? Yes. So he comes out, you know, and like there's all this magical stuff happening. He yes. fights a dragon. There, He's kind of like on this island and there's this moat. So there's stuff happening in the water. There's stuff happening... Okay, wait this... a minute. Back up. Yeah. So is this happening in real life? Like when you saw it or you're describing Fantasia to me? Because all I remember about Fantasia is the magic broom and carrying buckets and then like dancing animals. No, so Fantasmic is happening in real life. Okay. There is, Mickey Mouse is there, he comes okay. out, yeah, and there's music and there's him talking. Please, can you redo that again about how he comes ah! out? <laughs> and then at some point, like the Little Mermaid was down on the, the rocks and she okay. was singing and there was a lot of like water with light projections and stuff. It was a, it was a phenomenal show. I am obviously not doing any justice no, to describing I just, it. I don't know, I feel like it's very trippy. 
It is kind of trippy. Okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of trippy, but not like cats trippy. Okay. <laughs> it was very enjoyable. And at the end, like this, um, you know those like boats, the old timey boats with like the big paddle, the paddle wheel? Yeah. It comes out and there's like all the princesses with all their princes on okay. this boat and they're singing about friendship and happiness and... I like honestly tears in the eyes. Oh my gosh! It is so cool, Karen. So cool. (laughs) Um, And we actually like made a special stop at Hollywood Studios to see it because the night that we were supposed to be in Hollywood Studios wasn't gonna work. Whatever. Okay. So we had to like plan around Fantasmic, and it was magical. Ten thousand people though. Oh my gosh! And it took us. So you line up on Sunset Boulevard, and then you walk, and we probably walked 15, 20 minutes to get to the theater. Okay. But it's like a huge amphitheater. It was very, very cool. Okay. And then what was really frustrating is we stayed at the Dolphin, Swana Dolphin, which is one of the Epcot hotels. Anyway, it's close-ish to Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And we walked so far that I'm like, my hotel is right there. I can see my hotel. But you jump over. But we had to walk back out and then catch the boat. Oh. It was... A long night, but um, Fantasmic was definitely worth it. Although I would say my favorite nighttime show were the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Okay. And Tinkerbell came on like a zip line. Like there's a person on a zip line. That's impressive. Yeah. And she, it was so cool. Um, But the musicals. Yes. (laughs) I missed Lion King. Just because of the timing of it all. Like it was going to be a waste to stand around for an hour. I mean, relatively speaking, waste. Sure. But we went and saw Finding Nemo the musical. Oh, really? Yeah. Which, you know, everyone at that point in the day needed a break, and we were a little crabby, and there was AC. Yes. Um, and again, the theater was bigger than I expected. Uh-huh. I don't know how many people it held, but at least a thousand, maybe a couple thousand. And These are big venues. I mean, oh, I know yeah. it's Disney, so you expect this, but at the same time, I don't think I expected it. For the fact of they do it so many times a day, every day, yeah. from now till eternity. Right. You know? so. And it was like, it, what's funny too is when you look at the outside of it, you're like, okay, great, this is a theater, but they must tuck it all back. Okay. You know, because you walk in and then you immediately walk down. And so I don't know how they're holding these huge venues and you're not noticing them. Yeah. I thought it was great. Like I Okay, I have so many questions. Yes, about questions. Go, go, go. I enjoy finding Nemo. Yes. Like I like finding Nemo. Okay. So did they do costumes? Like was like it's somebody in a clownfish costume or was it like like the Lion King, it's they perch on their shoulders and that's their like character, but you know it's a person. Okay, so the way that they kind of do Lion King 2 is that you always see the the actor's face, right? Yes, that's what I mean. So you could see all of the actor's faces. Okay. And so, for example, there is a starfish. The starfish was kind of held in front of the person, and she would spin it. So whenever the starfish was in movement, it would spin. Um, Nemo and Marlin were hand puppets. But okay. they would keep them in front of them. And I can't remember what the, the actors were dressed like, but yeah. they were puppets in front of them. Um, I think a lot of the fish were puppets. There were a couple that were like a fish body surrounding the person and they just had legs. Okay. Um, and there were like kelp. Oh, there was sort of... So Mr. Stingray, yes. the, the big stingray, he had a bicycle. It was a really oh, elaborate bicycle. Clever. And then above was the stingray. So okay. it was massive. And stingrays are massive. Yes, and he had some sort of like honk honk lever 
that he could pull. I'm, I'm making the, the symbol you do when you want some a trucker to honk yes. at you. Um, you would pull that and he would kind of... Um, That's really clever. Oh, it was so clever. Okay. And then in big musical numbers, there would be like... Mm, people dressed as uh, kelp or coral, okay. like kind of running around with funky... Oh, to like fill out the stage? Yes, yes. Okay. And the way the stage was too, there was like the stage and then there were wings that were kind of higher. Okay. So it was almost... <clears throat> the the characters that were in the tank at the dentist office were kind of narrating the whole story. Mm -hmm. So they would pop in up top here while there was action happening on the stage. Okay. Um, for those of you not familiar with Finding Nemo, there are no songs in... That's what I was just going to say. What did they sing? They sing songs. Um, and I can't remember the songs now. It's been over a month. But uh, they were catchy. I Like, I really liked it. And I was... I was wondering, when are we going to see Finding Nemo on Broadway? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's the thing, too, about Disney is that they elevate everything. Yes. So these were, like, it was a legit performance with good actors and singers. And I don't know. I was so happy at the end. And they all came out and took their bows. And I, like, legit. And then you cried. I did cry a little <laughs> bit. And Dory was there. Oh. I want to say somebody was on roller skates to swim. Obviously, um, I can't remember who it was. Oh, and the turtle was there. The the turtle was massive too. And the guy that was the turtle, he just kind of sat on top of the turtle. Okay. But he was still, you know, doing. What about the sharks? Fish yes. Have friends, not food. So the sharks, if I remember correctly, were puppets that were above them. So they had um, like kind of poles. So okay. they swam above. Gotcha. But I mean, the actors had to be constantly moving them uh -huh. because they are swimming. And sharks don't. Stop. No. They always swim. I yeah. I just thought it was so yeah. wonderful. That is tr very very true about Disney. Is everything that Disney does is quality. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Finding Nemo was at Animal Kingdom. Um, we at Hollywood Studios. We watched the Indiana Jones stunt show, oh. which is fun. Not musical related, but also it's pretty fun. They, mm -hmm. There's explosions and they show you how to do the stunts and stuff. But they also had Beauty and the Beast. Oh. So I went and saw Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> um, and I liked Finding Nemo better. But I've, oh, okay. I've seen Beauty and the Beast before. Okay. Um, and maybe because I've seen the full stage production of Beauty and it the Beast. It is a tale as old as time. Right. And they distilled it down into, what, 30 minutes? Oh, gotcha. As opposed to the 90-minute production. Yep. So I want to I know that some of the songs that are in the full version are not in the Hollywood Studios, okay. whatever, version. But... So I've never seen the live-action Emma Watson version. I only know the animated version. Okay. I am on strike with the live-action version. Okay. Um, so with the live-action version, is it all the songs from the animated version? I don't know. I've not seen the live-action version. Oh, okay. I've seen the stage production. Have you seen the stage production? No, I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. Susan Egan. Um, it came here a long no. time ago. Did you see it as... Disney princesses, or did you see it as Beauty and the Beast? Oh, no, I've seen Beauty and the Beast. It How came to the I Civic Center. Well, oh, I might have been in like high school or something. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. It might have been one that my grandma took me to or something. Gotcha. Um, so I know I've seen it. I've also seen, I want to say, the Urbandale Community Theater put it okay. on. So there are some songs. Yeah, it came out when I was in high school because I had the CD. Okay. Um, but there are songs in the musical that are not in the movie. Gotcha. One of the more notable ones is called Home, where Bells sings about, is this home? Is this where I'm 
made to forever or something. I don't know. It's it's nice. You should yeah. you should listen to it. Gotcha. But um, I was obsessed during Beauty and the Beast with watching Mrs. Potts. Yes. Because I think she was a robot. <laughs> <laughs> she glided everywhere. Like you could see feet underneath Chip, which okay. had got to be a small person. Like it's not very tall. Like just a short individual, yeah. or hunched over, which would be terrible. Yeah, that would be uncomfortable. Because um, you could barely see the feet as they walked around. But okay. I don't. Mrs. Potts was suspect to me. Unless Mrs. Potts was not a full robot, but a person on a a cart Roomba. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Um, but it was, it was also good. And my sister and I, so my sister also likes musicals and my sister and I got into a, a, a disagreement with my father because he thought that the Finding Nemo people were too good. And so they what weren't, does that mean? he didn't think they were actually singing. And I was like, Oh no, this is like, this, they, they hired actors that can yeah. sing. Like, I'm sure too, that those actors are thinking, I've got my foot in the door with Disney. Exactly. This is an amazing opportunity. Because you think of the pool you get for a company like Disney. Yeah. It's not like trying to get everybody, people relocate to work at Disney. Yeah. Well, I think if you get into the Disney machine as, as a Broadway type Correct. actor, then you could pop into Frozen. Yeah. You could pop into Lion King. Like if they, if they need to call some people up, I would imagine they might start internal. So we got into a, a disagreement because he thought that for sure Beauty and the Beast, they were singing their own parts, which I agree, but I also think that <laughs> Finding Nemo so was singing. So he thought it was lip syncing or recording something like that? Interesting. Like, no, they're live performers. Yeah. I mean, that's their job. I yeah. would hope that they're singing. Right. The other thing also is they would have a giant pool. When you have back-to-back -back performances like that, it's not like where you have one performer and a single understudy they would have right. multiple like Nemo's, multiple Marlins. Because they're doing three, four shows exactly. a day. Yeah. Every day. Right. So yeah, they're gonna have to have multiple people. So anyway, that was my Disney experience. I just wanted to share it with you, Karen. Well, that was very good. Yeah. And I have not gone. So That's okay. We have a bunch of things coming up. Because I've kind of sketched out <laughs> where we have um, shows coming up and like the month of February is busy. Got Forbidden Broadway. Yes. We've got six. Yes. There's the piano lesson, which is at the Des Moines Playhouse from February 3rd through 19th. And I'm kind of kicking around the idea of going to see Hairspray, which is playing February 3rd up in Ames at Stevens. Oh, Stevens. Also, I saw on the news or on the TV that My Fair Lady's coming to Stevens. If you <gasps> want to see that one a second time, Karen. I know, because it was ruined for me. <laughs> ruined. What, the accent's too thick? No, well, that too, but also it, the movie is far more charming. Mm. And I saw too that the Des Moines Playhouse, their season announcement is coming up in March, which makes me think that probably DMPAs will be coming out soon too. DMPA, if you're listening, bring back the hors d'oeuvres. Yes, that was so fun! I know. And it, yeah. did you ever go when they did like uh, a song from the upcoming shows? No, oh I my just gosh. got the backstage tour where I scared the one guy. So my grandma was a season ticket holder for years and years and years, and she invited me once. Mm -hmm. Oh, probably 15 years ago. And they, the Lion King was coming for maybe the first time, and it was a big deal. So they brought in um, a, an actor from the production, and they sang a song to like break the news that we were oh. getting it. 
It was cool. That is very cool. Yeah, I don't think they've done that for a long time, but... Everything has changed. Bring back the snacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Des Moines Playhouse ha- released today that they're having special like themes for different performances. Oh, okay. And so they're doing... They're calling it themed nights. And so Pyramid has released it where um, February 9th and 10th, which is a Thursday and Friday. It's for students, organizations, and families. February 11th is a Saturday. It's for black Greek letter organizations and black organizations. And Sunday the 12th is for senior adults. And so um, I think they're trying to um, make it welcoming for different communities as well too, which we have to pick a day to go because we need to get our tickets on the Des Moines Playhouse website they shared a picture like they were doing publicity photos and they shared a picture of the piano itself with its um, engravings (gasps) and it's really lovely okay now I've got to look yes cool yes so the piano did you read the synopsis yes do you remember it oh yes I'm sorry you're wanting me to ask about this so uh, there is an heirloom piano and uh, one family member wants to um, sell it, essentially. Yeah. And um, the piano comes with a lot of history. It's moved, if I remember correctly, it's moved from the south to the north. So there's a lot of family heritage as well with it. And so um, passing on the story of your family history, etc. I could be totally butchering No, that story, sounds right. But doesn't that sound that sounds right? right. So, yeah. And the um, importance of keeping it in the family versus exactly. selling it for monetary gain. Exactly. So, um, oh, here it is. This is off Wikipedia. Set in 1936, Pittsburgh, during the aftermath of the Great Depression, the piano lesson follows the lives of the Charles family in the Doker Charles household and an heirloom, the family piano, which is decorated with designs carved by an enslaved ancestor. So the play focuses on arguments between a brother and sister who have different ideas on what to do with the piano. And I will stop right there. Okay. I did see there were some cast members that we recognize. Clifton Anthony's in there. Oh, really? Yeah, we like I him. I really like him. He's a very nice young man. Yes. I act like I know him. <gasps> oh, my so. gosh. We forgot to tell our listeners. Do you remember um, the Buffalo Gals? Yeah. Oh, yes. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> Ophield. What's yes. her last name? Both of Barry. She, guys, she sent us a voicemail that said that she listened to our podcast on on the she suggestion so, of Courageous Fire. I know. She was so gracious and so kind to us. And it's just so gracious and kind. I'll just keep <laughs> saying those words over and over. Because we're like nothing. So you know what I mean? We just thought... But the most exciting thing was we had said that we wish that we had more history on some of the characters. Yeah. And remember, it was a workshop. She's going to take our advice no. and flesh out those characters. Well, that's what I mean. She was so gracious and so <laughs> kind. So I yeah. can't believe we forgot to tell you guys that. Um, we kind of missed this, the message as it was sitting in our inbox. I but know. we found it, and I was so excited. I was so excited yes. when I told Karen. I, I'm really still excited about it, too. Because, um, yeah, it was just <laughs> exciting. It, 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 like... Yeah, I can still feel the glow. Right. <laughs> yes. We so, were so excited. Right. Fangirling. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so piano's coming up next. 
piano lesson. To. Piano lesson. Because I keep calling it a piano too, and it's not same it's piano again. Piano lesson, lesson. and I, yes. we're seeing it the same week as Forbidden Broadway. Oh, okay. So we'll have a we'll have a busy episode next time. No kidding. Right. Cool. Well, All thanks, right. Karen, for chatting well, thanks with for me. Thanks for sharing about Disney, and now yeah. um, I have to make this trip happen. Can I come I too? Well, actually, that would probably be totally like good to do because otherwise I'm going to have to like rent a family oh, no, you to don't. go. So no, you don't. Yes. But um, we'll come as your family. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Rent a family. Oh, cool. Cool deal. All right. See you later. Hi there. Just wanted to take a quick moment to ask you to subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you're listening. Rate us and review us, and that helps other listeners find us and also lets us know what it is you like about our podcast. Find us on Facebook at Demusicals or email us at desmusicals at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the shows that we've reviewed or recommend a show for us to watch, and we'd be happy um, to take your input. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Bye.